Hey, what's going on, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Dylan's Discourse. And the NHL trade deadline is finally over. All the rumors, they're gone. We've got stuff confirmed, finally. And we are ready for this final 20-game sprint to the end of the regular season and for the playoffs to start. And the Panthers, well, they made some moves. Bill Zito was very active. This trade deadline, he really didn't wait till this last day. He didn't really make any moves outside of one tiny thing on this final March 21st day of the trade deadline. Everything he did, he basically made in advance, which I really liked. So let's get into recapping some of just what he did, some of the moves he made, what were my opinions on them, and of course, what I think about Owen Tippett leaving the Panthers. But let's first start off with the first move that he made, and that was trading Frank Vetrano to the New York Rangers for a fourth round pick. And to me, this was purely just a cap dump. I think Bill Zito had plans on what he was going to do the rest of the trade deadline, and he knew that with Frank Vetrano's contract, he really wasn't going to be able to afford to do it all. So he figured, let me just get rid of this contract, gave him over to the Rangers, who I think will have a much bigger role on the Rangers than he did over here on the Florida Panthers, because with the Panthers, Frank Vetrano, he wasn't getting much more than third line minutes. And truly, I've never been a huge Frank Vetrano fan. I always thought he had a decent shot when he decided to use it. But he was wildly inconsistent with it. I didn't love his play driving ability so much. But I do think with the Rangers playing with on a line with Artemi Panarin where he's been playing at least in these first few games. I think his role will be very much improved where he'll be able to take a lot more shots. And I think he'll be able to thrive. And he already has one goal, an empty net goal to seal away the win against Carolina Hurricanes. So he's still technically helping out the Panthers. He gave us that cap relief by going over the Rangers and the Panthers get a fourth round pick back the other way. So I think that trade, it wasn't truly a huge win for the Panthers. It was just a trade that helped them out and helped them make some future moves as the deadline moved on. The next move the Panthers made was arguably the one that I have the most trouble with, and that was trading for Ben Chirot from the Montreal Canadiens. Now, Ben Chirot was someone on the last podcast I said I specifically did not want being traded for. He was a defenseman who I really never loved. He never had great analytics. He never had the greatest eye test. He was just a defenseman I was not super high on. I kind of just wanted Bill Zito to stay as far away from possible. And if they were going to trade anything for him, I wanted it to, to be very late draft picks. What we ended up giving up was a first round pick, Ty Smolanik, and a fourth round pick. To me, this was a massive overpay. I really didn't think Ben Trott was all that great. Giving up Ty Smolanik, he was a prospect I actually did like. He's probably worth around a third-round pick because that's where we drafted him. That fourth-round pick and a first-round pick. I understand probably that fourth-round pick was probably to get the 50% retained on his contract. But to me, it was just a massive overpay. However, I'm being a little bit optimistic because we've seen what the Panthers have been able to do with players who have come in and have played really poorly in other spots, such as Sam Bennett and Brandon Montour. I am really hoping Ben Chirot can turn into another Brandon Montour type. My one issue with that and all of those comparisons when people compare him to Bennett, Bennett was a lot younger and Bennett had shown some signs of being great before. Ben Chirot is 30 years old and he's really never been a great player. He's never had true upside. He's kind of always just not been great. 
he was decent in the playoffs and he has that playoff experience making it to the Stanley Cup final with Montreal last season which will be a benefit having more leadership on this team that's never a negative however I think with what we gave up and considering some of the other players out there you had guys like Mark Giordano and Hampus Lindholm especially someone like Mark Giordano who went for less than Ben Chirot I think he would have been a much better option been a lot better defensively and he's still that left-handed shot I would have much preferred someone like Giordano instead of having Ben Chirot. However, I'm optimistic. I'm hoping that we can work some more magic. And I'm just going to wait and see what happens before giving my final opinion. But right now, I think it is a it is one of Bill Zito's worst trade as it stands right now. But I really hope that I am proven wrong. Because, hey, I hated the... Sam Bennett and Brandon Montour trades when they happened at the time last year as well. And I've been proven wrong about those. So hopefully, hopefully Bill Zito proves me wrong again. And then that brings us to the third trade of the deadline. Arguably the biggest trade the Panthers made. The one that hurt me the most. And that was the Claude Giroux trade. The Panthers traded Claude Giroux for a first round pick, Owen Tippett, and a third round pick. If I'm going to be the non-biased point of view, it is an absolute steal for Bill Zito. Bill Zito deserves a statue for this trade alone because of how great of a trade it really is. I was expecting to give up so much more than just a first, a third, and tip it. I was expecting possibly two first-round picks. Only giving this much up is a great deal. And I think a big reason for this is because Claude Drew basically told the Philadelphia Flyers hey, I only want to be traded to the Florida Panthers. And Bill Zito knew this. Bill Zito wasn't going to negotiate against himself. He really had, I'm sure he had a feeling or he knew that Drew was only going to waive his no trade clause to come over to the Panthers. And that alone is huge. It shows us that players know that the Panthers are true contenders, that the Panthers have a great chance to go ahead and win that cup. And the fact that players want to come here, where in previous years we would have to overpay on some free agents in order to get them to come over to the Panthers, whereas now they want to come here. Claude Drew could have went to the to Colorado. He could have went to Toronto. He could have went to so many other teams, but he chose to come to the Panthers. And that right there is a big reason for why his value was so cheap. And I just love to see it. I think the Panthers are with him are going to have the deepest forward core, the best forward core in the NHL, scoring 10 goals in these last 20 in one of these last 20 games of the regular season does not seem unreasonable anymore. We're playing a lot of non-playoff teams, so getting up there in goals with Claude Giroux is definitely a possibility. I said on the last podcast when I had mentioned Claude Giroux, I didn't really even think it was a possibility. I said those we want 10 chance might turn into we want 20 chance. Obviously, that was a little bit of a joke. However, our goal scoring is just going to be incredible, and he is going to play such a great role with Alexander Barkov and Carter Verhage on that top line, which is exactly where I would put him. You get to move Mason Marchment back down to that third line and play that Marchment-Lindell-Reinhardt line that was so good earlier in the year, and you can have that second line of Huberto, Bennett, and Duclair all together. I think with that top nine, and then you include even Losterine and Lomberg-Hornquist as your fourth line, it's easily the deepest forward core, the best forward core in the league. However, of course, we gave up Owen Tippett. I'm sure everyone listening knows my opinions on Owen Tippett. I loved him because, you know, he was the ginger on the team. I chanted his name at basically every single game I went to. So it hurt me a lot when I saw him get traded. Uh, I was definitely a little bit heartbroken, 
but I was able to get over it eventually and seeing just how great of a trade it was for Bill Zito and understanding how great of a player Claude Giroux is. I mean, it's hard to put into words just how good he is and how great he's going to make this team. He was probably the best rental that was available at the deadline. I think he was probably the best player traded at the deadline as well. So it, it, it's really hard for me to complain. I was definitely upset about seeing Owen Tippett go, but I really hope that Tippett has great success over in Philadelphia. I'm going to be rooting for him. I thought he had a pretty good game there the other day against the Islanders, and he wasn't afraid to shoot it. He didn't get on the on the score sheet, but he had some really great opportunities. Really hoping to see him do great, but I think the Panthers, with Claude Giroux, are going to go very, very far. And then moving on to another trade that the Panthers made. I think this one was kind of surprising, but it really wasn't worth much. We got Robert Hag for a sixth round pick. Robert Hag is really nothing more than just a depth defenseman. Uh, he'll probably play that seventh defenseman role on this team. The only reason I think we really got him was because of Aaron Ekblad's injury. Aaron Ekblad, unfortunately, going to be having to be placed on long-term injury reserve. And hopefully we'll get him back for the first round of the playoffs. But I'm sure when we all saw that trade happen in the game, we were all fearful. I was at least... I was out to dinner and I saw the highlights of it on Twitter. I was scared. I really thought that it was a repeat of what happened last season. And I was scared that, I mean, this is two back-to-back -back years where he would have suffered season-ending injuries. It's really a shame because he was having a Norris caliber type year. It get He'll be out for the regular season, but hopefully he'll be back for the, for the first round of the playoff series. Him going on LTIR, though, it did give us a little bit more cap space. It's why we were able to go get Robert Hag, although he wasn't really worth much. But he'll just be a depth defenseman. I don't know how much he's actually going to play this season. He might just be that seventh defenseman and come in for Carlson every once in a while, come in, for, switch out with Limbaum every once in a while, or Chirot, whoever comes in and out. I don't really know how they're going to make the defense work, but I'm sure they do go back and say and go back to that Uyghur-Forsling line that worked really at the end of last season as well. So I'm sure that's how it works out for the end of the regular season. And then hopefully we do get Aaron Eckblad back for the first round of the playoffs and we can make it work And because he will be crucial for us winning that first round of the playoff series and us winning a cup for the first time ever, let alone the playoff series for the first time in 26 years. Finally, the last trade that Bill Zito made, it was really just a wash kind of. We ended up retaining some cap on the Max Domi trade to Carolina. We got a sixth round pick in return for retaining 25% of Max Domi's salary. We were really only able to do this because of Aaron Eckblad's injury and having that extra cap space now. The one reason that I'm not so thrilled about this is because it's Carolina. And Carolina is a team we might possibly have to face in the Eastern Conference Finals. So I don't really love helping out Carolina all that much. However, I think if we weren't going to retain that salary, there would have been some other team that would have. So by us retaining that salary, we were the ones that were able to get that sixth round pick and a sixth round pick. It's really not much, but it's what we gave up for Robert Hag. So we essentially got Robert Hag for free for this end of the year run just by retaining some salary that we had the extra money for. So it's nothing really too crazy to think about. Uh, I'm not, I'm really just going to wash it over. And I think now it's time for me to give my trade deadline grade.
I'm going to go ahead and give the Panthers a B plus. And this could have very, very easily been a lot higher if it wasn't for that Ben Chirot trade. But in my opinion, the Ben Chirot trade just, it brought the grade down way too much. I just don't think that the Panthers really addressed the defense as much as they needed to. I think there were a lot better names out there on the market, such as Giordano, such as Lindholm, that if they would have gotten, it would have been a lot better, especially for the price that Giordano went for. He would have been about a thousand times better for this team. Personally, I think he would have really solidified the defensive core. I don't really know if if Ben Chirot does, does that all that much, but I'm carefully optimistic that he will. I'm carefully optimistic that he will improve and go back to kind of the way he played in the playoffs. And I'm hoping that a lesser role on this team will really be the answer to that and playing bottom four defensive pairing minutes instead of playing really on the top defensive pairing. I'm hoping that's what does it, and I'm carefully optimistic as we march down this final 20-game stretch of the season and make our way into the playoffs as the Panthers look to really finally break that 26-year playoff win series drought, and as well as winning their first ever Stanley Cup championship. I think this could possibly be the year that we finally see it happen. And that's all I've got for this episode. I really hope you enjoyed. If you did, let me know in my Twitter comments section. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or however you listen to your podcast. And I will see you for the next episode. Have a good day, everyone.